welcome to Living in the Question podcast and this special episode, two days before Christmas. Two days? Two days before Christmas. Oh. Are we oh. two days? What oh, shit. Hell? Okay, restart. No, don't restart it. <laughs> it's the 20 days, so we're coming. Oh, well, it feels like two days like, to be. Wait, Maybe she... it's because I have work off on Friday. Oh, that always feels good. So, that always feels I have so work off, yeah, the day before christmas eve i guess so maybe that's why i feel like it's so two exciting days. i know i'm excited are you but... done shopping no you're not have you even started yeah dude i uh-huh. have so much stuff for odin you know but there's like all the little things like the little stocking stuffers making mm-hmm. sure i have batteries for all of his toys oh, like wow. those are the things you don't think about you know that yeah. i want to make sure that i'm prepared for so but yeah it's good to be here with you <laughs> I know. I always just buy a bunch of stuff and then yeah. shove it in the closet and hide it. Mm-hmm. And then I never even know what I bought. So then it's like my own Christmas when I pull out their Christmas. Right. You're like, that's good though. That's yeah. good that you're not a procrastinator because I think that's my biggest issue is like I procrastinate it and then I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, Christmas is already here. Now I have to do this and all of this. And uh, procrastination is a real thing. Dude. Like I, ugh, yeah, the baggage that it that it just weighs you like I don't what am I trying to say it like weighs you down because it's hard it's so heavy it is because like, it's stressful when you are putting a project off at work or in your life and you know that you have to do it and you just yeah. keep putting it off and putting it off at least for me it makes me go insane yeah and then I end up doing it and I'm like why did I wait so long that's literally been on the sticky note in my brain for weeks forever but you just put it off you just put it off yeah I do that all the time. I do. I don't ever get red boxes because I do that with red boxes. Red box. I haven't done that forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So get pissed at me because I wouldn't return the red boxes. And uh-huh. I'm like, don't get them. Yeah. Like I'm not going to. Yeah. It's always going to be a tomorrow thing. And then by that point, we've already bought it. Yeah. So we've just go buy the it. movie. Like, Please. You might as well, right? And then have the nice case and not the red box case that so you don't even know what the movie is anyway. <laughs> and you never watch it again. That's so real. It's dumb. Oh my gosh, that's so real. Well, yeah. Are you feeling ready for Christmas? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it doesn't... I am not in the holiday spirit, but I feel like I'm never in the holiday spirit for holidays. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait. Yeah. Today at work, when I was typing the date, I'm like, it's the 21st. Like, already? I didn't even realize it was December. Dude. That's Even how I've, I've been, been feeling. I've been shopping, not in person. I've, yeah. Well, a little bit. I'm not like, oh, I'm going Christmas shopping. I'm like, oh, I need groceries. And then, oh, that looks good. I'll get that for her for Christmas. Yeah. I'm never like organized with it. I right. just buy shit as it fits and then yeah. shove it in the corner. See? Hidden. <laughs> See, but I kind of wish I did that because I don't. Right. Like I'm saying, I procrastinate. Like there's part of me that's like, you could be doing this. You could be like seeing things out and about and like get them for Christmas, like yeah. four months in advance. And then you wouldn't yeah. be so stressed. But I don't know why. I don't know why I do that to myself. So just for everybody who's listening, we have we have five children in the house while we're trying to record. Mom. So let's pause Crazy. for a second. Yeah. we're back they probably hear my voice saying hold on and then two seconds later we're back we're back i know that's true huh we need like a little jingle in between like a elevator music 
Right. <laughs> oh my god. Cool. Like waiting. <laughs> Anthony put that in for us, could you? <laughs> Meanwhile, we're freaking screaming bloody murder at uh-huh. Shut up. And then we're like, hi, we're back. <laughs> no, it's not like that at all. Not at all. They just, you know, they need us all the time for nothing. <laughs> Literally. Oh That's how god. it goes as a mom. But anyway, so with Christmas coming up. So we were talking about what we wanted to do for this episode. Um, Initially, we wanted to have a topic that wasn't even related to Christmas because both of us are going through some intense things over the last couple of weeks. We say that every episode, but for some reason this year has been... It's been intense. Very intense for both of us. But this podcast is what grounds us, and we decided we wanted to just have like a fun Christmas lighthearted episode and kind of talk about... I want to talk about first, before we get into this story, just kind of like what our Christmas traditions are for our kids. Mm. So I listened to a podcast one time and they were talking about, what do you think about um, like telling your kids about Santa and like doing these little things to make them believe Santa is real? Because certain people believe that that is traumatizing your kids. Because then when they find out Santa's not real, You're a liar. it shatters their entire their yeah. entire world. Which yeah. I remember that. I remember that feeling of like no you know, learning that Santa wasn't real and like feeling like my whole world was shattered. Yeah. And like it wasn't fun anymore. Christmas became a whole different experience for me and I didn't know how to you know, but also it just yeah. shifted, right? But it how do you changes. feel about that? What do you think? Oh my gosh, I don't know. There's like a part of me that wants to be the type of mom that's just super realistic about everything and not wanting to... Yeah. I don't really talk too much about Santa Claus in my house. You don't? No, not really. Like, we do the elf and all, mm-hmm. like, I, but I'm not, I'm not huge in the whole Santa thing. Yeah. Like, it's fun, but I'm not gonna, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. See, and I've... I've always felt that way, but for some reason this year, Odin is three, and this is the first year that he's actually understanding what Christmas is, and, like, I'm, like, teaching him about who Santa Claus is and all those things, and it's making me want to go all out and make him believe, like, in the magic of Christmas, because I remember feeling... So excited. Yes, and the magic of Christmas, like, it was a real thing when you're young, just feeling... The energy of Christmas and magic and like, oh my gosh, Santa's magic and Santa's real and like he flies through the sky, you know? It's fun. It's a whole thing. It just gets like a little pushy, you know? Like my mom has her Christmas party, invites Santa Claus over and he looks a certain way and talks a certain way. And then she's going to go to my sister's tomorrow night and see Santa Claus walking through the street and he's going to look different. Yeah. And then she'll like ask me like, that that's a different Santa. (laughs) <laughs> and then it's like you have to make up a lie and be like, oh well, Santa's really busy, so he has helpers that come out right. and like dress up like him and pretend, you know? Yeah. Like it's like you're furthering the it's just weird. See, that's what I mean. <laughs> Isn't it crazy to think about? Well, like and then the other thing that really messed me up about the whole thing, which I don't like that you're asking me this right now, because I feel like my reality got shattered the other night. We had a cousin night at our grandma's. Yeah. And I can't remember which one of the cousins was saying it. It might have been Mary or maybe Stephanie, but she was saying, she was like, it had been brought to her attention. I don't know if she saw it on TikTok or what, but 
that some kids like don't get that experience some kids are they don't like their parents struggle or they just don't have that experience so then they go to school after Christmas and it's like oh what did Santa bring you Mm -hmm. and some kids are like like Mary's kids Mary calling you out like I got a razor scooter and I got a claw machine and I got a Nintendo switch and I got a dirt bike and I got this you know and And the other other kids kids are like like wait what I didn't get anything Santa doesn't care about me yeah yeah and it kind of messed me up I was like oh my gosh I wonder how often that happened because as a kid you take everything personal yeah you know and I mean if you can give your kids a freaking good Christmas hell yeah give them a good Christmas but like making it all about Santa right like well and the naughty and nice list thing too like I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I have been using that with Odin a little bit because it was used on me. And so I've kind of started to be like, you want to make sure you're on the nice list, right? Because he's at the age where he's not listening. And I'm like, okay, like, so I've been thinking about what is that like portraying to him, the naughty or the nice list? And then I thought about the fact of like, okay, well, what if he is naughty? And I'm telling him, if you're naughty, all you're going to get is a lump of coal. What if he's naughty? You're and I have given all I'm not gonna give him and your kid's not gonna be naughty for 20 days in a row exactly like, so like what I used to tell cash like I don't know okay, every time you're bad Santa takes one present away mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean it works in the moment but on Christmas you're not like hey you would have gotten 10 but now you only get six because <laughs> you were a little shit for four days <laughs> but the things we have to like there's certain things that we use as parents and they're just like tools for us right that like help us in the moment but like in reality it's like you know what it's 2022 why don't they just make a real santa claus yeah like make a free make a real santa claus that rains presents on everybody right come on guys for real why haven't we figured that out yet (laughs) shit out come on well maybe we should go back to the origins of of christmas so you guys this is something that i heard a very long time ago um on an episode of tim's um you guys have actually heard tim on the podcast quite a few times but he had this podcast a while ago called deep inside the rabbit hole and they shared the shamanic origins of christmas and like hundreds of thousands of years ago like where these traditions came from like where santa claus came from where the christmas tree came from reindeer like all this stuff and so i have this story that I want to share a little bit about. And I might just read you guys some of the... Yeah, I want to hear. Cause some of the story. Growing up Mormon, we were taught... Like, I don't even know how Santa Claus became a thing. I just remember, like, being taught that Christmas is celebrated because it's Jesus' birthday. hmm And, like, that's about it. Right. I don't know, like, how Santa got brought into it or... Okay. Oh, we get gifts because Jesus was born and then the three wise men showed up to where he was born and gave right. gifts. And, and that's what it was. The gifts for baby Jesus and Mary. Right. Yeah, that's so true. It's kind of crazy because, like, regarding, like, where you grew up or, like, you know, yeah. what religion you're in, like, your story of why Christmas is what it is is probably so different. So different. But this one was kind of interesting to me, especially because our last episode was all about me and Elena's mushroom trip and how much it changed, you know, changed us and like 
how spiritual it was for us the experience of taking mushrooms Mm. and that's literally where this shamanic um origin comes from yes odin would you want to sit in here with us or are you going to go out there and play with the kids sit in here with you okay then no talking right you want to sit on my lap okay Stay right there, then. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sound bowls are trying to get played. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I didn't push pause this so time. did you just Google this, or did you actually find this in a book? What? So, I found two different articles that are talking about the exact same story. Okay. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, like, this is actually a real thing. And there was a research project done on this story to Ooh. see, like, if it was real or not. So, this is the one that I'm going to read. So it's the shamanic origins of Christmas traditions. I kind of just want to read the whole thing, but there's certain things in here that I don't, probably don't need to be included, but let me just skim through it. So this is found, we will cite this exact website um, down below, but it's from medium.com. So it says, One could trace the origin of the story of Santa Claus and Christmas tradition to several theories, the most famous one being the story of St. Nicholas, a 4th century Greek saint known for his generosity. Another theory links Santa Claus's red and white color scheme to a genius Coca-Cola advertising campaign. What? Yet, elements of Santa Claus's tale and life, especially from the very popular Twas the Night Before Christmas poem, recited every year by millions around the world, reveal a different story. When one thinks of Christmas in this time of year, one immediately imagines the colors red and white Mm -hmm. from the gift wraps to Christmas sweatshirts and, of course, Santa Claus's famous red and white attire. A red and white scheme is clear in the context of this holiday and the tradition surrounding it. Santa Claus's archetypal image can be dated to hundreds, if not thousands of years, even found in the most unpredictable places and times. So, (laughs) just wait. So... In the case of this article, we'll be dealing with the Siberian and Arctic regions where shamans dropped into locals' homes with a bag full of magic mushrooms as presents in late December. (laughs) (laughs) Elena's never heard this, guys. This is real time. I'm excited to tell her about it. Okay. So it says, I think I'm just going to read. Yeah, just read it. From now on because it's kind of long, but you guys have to hear. Okay. It's so interesting. Okay. And if you want to stop me, stop me. Okay. Okay. Quote, Santa is a modern counterpart of a shaman who consumed mind-altering plants and fungi to communicate with the spirit world, he says. As the story goes, up until a few hundred years ago, these practicing shamans or priests connected to the older traditions would collect Amanita muscaria, which is the holy mushroom, dry them, and then give them as gifts on the winter solstice. Our Amanita muscaria is found throughout the northern hemisphere under conifers and birch trees, just like the presents found under the Christmas tree by excited and happy children. This explains the tradition of the Christmas tree and the gifts wrapped in red and white placed under the tree, just like the magic mushrooms. It has a picture. Because they're red and white. It has a picture of the mushrooms under the tree. We have kid interruption again. Please hold.
and we're back <laughs> okay so so the, so the mushrooms were red and white in the picture yes yes okay Amanita muscaria is classified as poisonous. This might be a reason the shamans of that time initially hang the fresh Amanita muscaria to dry on tree branches, just like the colorful ornaments on a Christmas tree. Santa's flying reindeer have a similar connection to the Amanita muscaria mushrooms. Reindeer, in general, are common across Europe and Siberia, and just like the human inhabitants of these areas, they too consumed the mushrooms. Harvard University biologist Donard Fister. <laughs> Donard? Donald Fister. <laughs> Donard Fister. <laughs> what? Yeah, P-F-I-S-T-R. Oh, okay, when I read funny. it, I laughed too. Okay. <laughs> Donald Fister. So Donald suggests that Siberians who ingested the mushrooms may have hallucinated that the grazing reindeer were actually flying. Um, let's see. Okay, research has shown that reindeer do, in fact, have a fondness for the Amanita muscaria. Um, This guy, Andrew Hayes, wrote in 2010 that animals deliberately seek out the red and white spotted mushroom in their habitats as they have a desire to experience altered states of consciousness. For humans, a common side effect of mushrooms is the feeling of flying. So it's interesting the legend about Santa's reindeer is that they can fly. What is this freaking what? crazy? Do you feel like you can fly when you're on mushrooms? I mean, I start to feel like I'm melting. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's probably the feeling. what it is. Yeah, just like a weird, a weird kind of just like. Have you ever gotten the fly floating in your feeling. bed though? Like when you're laying in bed, like I get it. If I'm laying down, yeah, and then it'll be like, and it'll feel like you're going really freaking fast somewhere, and yeah. then like you come back. Yes. What is that? Is that what that is? Dude, That's I think that's what they're talking about. Okay. So it says that the reindeer seek out the mushrooms to escape the monotony of dreary long winters. At first glance, one thinks it's ridiculous, but it's not, said Carl Ruck, a professor of classics at Boston University. Whoever heard of reindeer flying? I think it's becoming general knowledge that Santa is taking a trip with his reindeer. To add to things, Rudolph's red nose might have been a representation of the Amanita muscaria, while the idea of helper elves assisting Santa in making children happy might go back to the spirits that were encountered by the shaman during the mushroom trip. (laughs) Kind of interesting, huh? Like elves are little spirits. Like little spirits that help. I'm almost done with this article, but I have to finish it. One historian, Ronald Hutton, told NPR that the theory of a mushroom Santa connection is flawed. If you look at the evidence of Siberian shamanism, which I've done, Hutton said, you find that shamans didn't travel by sleigh, didn't usually deal with reindeer spirits, very rarely took the mushrooms to get trances, didn't have red and white clothes, yet Rush and Ruck disagree. They're the ones who did the study. According to these two researchers... The shamans did actually deal with reindeer spirits, and the ingestion of mushrooms is well documented. Siberian shamans did wear red deer pelts, but the coloring of Santa's garb is mainly meant to mirror the coloring of Amanita mushrooms, Rush added. As for sleighs, the point is not the mode of travel, but that the trip involving the transportation to a different celestial realm, Rush said. 
Sometimes people would also drink the urine of the shaman or the reindeer as the hallucinogenic compounds are excreted this way without some of the harmful chemicals present in the mushrooms, which are broken down by the shaman or the reindeer, according to Rush. People who know about shamanism accept this story, Ruck said. Is there any other reason that Santa lives in the North Pole? It is a tradition that can be traced back to Siberia. In conclusion, all theories of the origin of Christmas traditions could have, have some elements of truth. And with that said, this excerpt of James Arthur's Mushroom and Mankind, the impact of mushrooms on human consciousness and religion, probably best summarizes the Santa magic mushroom theory. So this is the end of it. So it says, so why do people bring pine trees into their houses at winter solstice placing brightly colored red and white packages under their boughs as gifts to show their love for each other and as representations of the love of god and the gift of his son's life it is because under the pine bough is the exact location where one would find this most sacred substance the amanita muscaria in the wild what so what the hell kind of mushrooms are we eating La Amanita muscaria. I don't know. Well, now I want to some cow shit mushrooms. That's <laughs> what we're eating. That is insane. Isn't that wild? It's too connected to not. It's make so sense. connected. Yeah. Okay, and then the other article I was reading was so they say like Saint Nicholas would leave shoes, would oh, yeah. leave. Oh yeah, so that's a tradition that a lot of people have is to leave shoes. Or leave something. shoes out, and then Saint Nicholas would come and put gifts inside of their shoes yeah. outside of the front. Yeah. So literally, shamans would do that with mushrooms and put gifts in there, or they would drop them through the chimney. In the other article I was reading, shamans would drop drop these mushrooms through people's um people's chimneys, in pr- mm. in gifts to give them that to get through the winter solstice. Like that's what they would do in these communities. Mushrooms to get through it. To get through the cold winter. So this is what I read in this other thing. Yeah, shamans commonly use plant medicine, plants and medicine, um, or sorry, use plants as medicine and to facilitate their connection with spirit. Um, let's see. There was one other thing I wanted to read. These bright red mushrooms with their cute white specks have long been associated with folk tales of fairies and other mystical creatures, but also make an annual appearance at Christmas time. Many of us have likely adapted versions, red or white baubles currently hanging from the branches of our Christmas tree, which according to some ethnographers is not more than coincidence. Mm. You know what? Isn't this interesting though? It's, like it's fun. It is fun. It makes it like a different fun, thing. Yeah. And even if you don't fully believe it, it's like magic it's mushrooms yeah. have been used for Forever. so long. And the fact that like it's all tied to Christmas and that we just did mushrooms. Like I couldn't help but share this yeah, like it's story. Good. It's like, oh my gosh. It's way good. It's so interesting. You know, just the different well different connections. Yeah, let me see. Okay, one more thing I'm going to read and then we'll be done with this story. In the warmer months, um, dried mushrooms, sensation worth being. Okay, the other method to dry the mushrooms was to place the fungi in a sock hung by the hearth. The connections don't end there. As the solstice drew nearer and the days grew shorter and colder, it is believed that shamans would visit people's homes to deliver and administer these medicinal dried mushrooms. 
these treasured gifts to brighten the damp spirits of the families trapped in their cold homes. Mm. Due to extreme winter conditions, the doorways to the dwellings would often be snowed in, so the only access would be through a hole in the roof where the smoke from the fire would escape, a.k.a. the chimney. That is crazy. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Oh my god. (laughs) Like, how tied it all is? Like, is it really where it comes from? Like, is that, like... You think about like hundreds and hundreds of years ago when like they just had these little villages and these little yeah. homes that like the these shamans and they were all snowed in they yeah. were all in there they had already collected all their wood for the winter right food and everything and were like hunkered down yes and they would have like shamans or like you know the what what would they call it like the the chief of the tribe would be the one that would like you know right. like facilitate these like magical evenings for everybody i don't know it's just so interesting to think about and it was just like oh my gosh it's like kind of too too tied to it that like you think about it and it's like is this literally where christmas came from like now it's evolved these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years to now be (laughs) you're good you're good no i didn't pause it but we can here jimmy sit okay sorry guys (laughs) i'm i'm really intrigued by that it's crazy how much backstory goes into it like well and just how tight it is like it makes you think like okay there's literally all of these things that are like aligning you know with the current traditions that we have of who santa claus is and christmas and what colors he wears and all those kinds of things like they have to come from somewhere Right. Where do they come from? I feel validated just in the fact that winter's hard. Yeah. You know, and the fact that they waited until that time to go and give these people these things to help them get through the yeah. hard, cold winter yeah. because it's freaking hard. Yeah. Like that. Like seasonal depression is a real thing. You yeah, know? that blows my mind. And yeah, yeah, the mushrooms are red and white. They're under the tree. Like Sorry. the reindeer. Oh my gosh, my kid is freaking wild. Yeah, you guys, we we have oh, had some. Are we've had so changes? Cute. We are we're, we're having some changes in our schedule of of childcare and when we're going to be having our kids and all of the things. So we've been trying to figure out how we're going to make this work to record. But you know what? Today was the day that worked worked for us even though we have the kids and we're making it happen and we're doing it and we're moms and high five high five i'm proud of us any other moms this, this week we're high-fiving with our hands last week we were high-fiving with our feet your body we're just doing feet. it dude we're just really making it i love it any moms that are listening to are probably just like we oh we get we it, get it. Yeah. you get it it's so thanks <laughs> But, but yeah, isn't that just crazy? That is neat. I actually really love that so much. Yeah, it makes you think. It really does. That's good. And it just makes me wonder too, like where they really come from, you know? If it's that story or another story or whatever the stories are, like where do all these things that all of us implement every single year with Christmas, like really come from? Right. You know? Right. Well, everything changes. Like think about that. They're getting mushrooms dropped down their chimneys because they're all hunkered in for winter and they've all collected their food and their wood and everything to where we are now where like our kids are laying on tablets with their feet up and we're ordering their gifts on Amazon. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And trying to make the Christmas spirit alive too. Like that's a whole thing. Like we're trying to like create for them is like, yeah. When it really was just, it was simple. It was simple. It was simple. It was like, oh, you get a gift in your shoe. Now it's like you get 15 gifts. Yeah. And the kids don't even recognize there's more to Christmas than presents. Yeah. It's crazy, right? I didn't, I mean, I, I would get caught up in the magic too. Like, yeah, I'm not kidding you. Okay. I have vivid memories of reindeer poop in my yard and hearing the reindeer's hoofs on the roof and hearing the bells jingling and freaking seeing the damn tooth fairy on the vacuum yeah i literally see it it was real you know and that's the thing is though you want to create that for your kids too like there's a part of me that like wants to make that real like this year i think i'm gonna get powdered sugar oh yeah you said put footprints through the house because like that's cute i don't know why i just think that like he's been so fascinated with how how santa claus comes into the house and yeah you know like i just I don't know. I want to make that magic alive this year for him because I think that that was, like you're saying, the magic is real when you're young. And, like, allowing your kids to be in the magic is actually a really beautiful thing. Do you have an elf? No. You don't need to get I don't have an elf, but I think that that would be a good thing. Odin would love that. Like, Odin would freaking love that. Yeah, dude. I was like, shoot, did we even start recording? We did, okay. We're on. (laughs) Uh We're live. Uh Uh-huh. No, really, okay. they'll get one. That, that, that's that been, like, a lot of fun for me. To have the you elf. Don't, a lot of people get so worked up over it and put so much pressure on themselves. It doesn't have to be anything. You just freaking get up for your morning coffee and move it to the other side of the right. house. Yeah. And then the kids get up and they're like, where's the elf? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh, look, mom, look. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. And then, like, I, I forget to move it. And then, like, throughout the day, like, yesterday I was home all day and... I had forgotten to move the elf, and Cash was like, she didn't move this morning, or last night, she didn't move, I'm like, that's weird, and then we'll be, like, upstairs, I'll be folding laundry, and she's running with Demi in the bathroom, out of the bathroom, and I'll grab the elf, and, like, hang it somewhere, upstairs where we are, and just keep folding laundry, like, I'm sneaky with it, yeah, and then she'll be like, oh my gosh, mom, oh my gosh, mom, oh my gosh, look, look, mom, look, look, and then she'll point, and then Demi gets all stoked, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, look at that. Yeah. Cash. Like, where's our elf, Demi? You don't know? Where'd she go? That's I, so I cute. didn't move the elf last night, and Cash was like, today, she's like, Mom, I think she's saving her energy to bring me another present. Because that's the excuse I used the uh-huh. last time. <laughs> like, the elf brought her another present. You're like, maybe. Yeah. Odin yeah. would love it. Yeah. You have I think to get so one. too. Just get a cheap I one. You need to do that. We got, so I had a real elf on the shelf, and they kind of suck. Like, I just have never known, like, what's the point of it? Like, just for the magic? Some people will do, like, never like did that to keep their up. kids acting good. Like, Mary, when Mary's elf comes, it tells them that they're on the nice list, and then Mary makes her elves disappear if her kids are being little turds. Okay. I don't really do that. You can do whatever you want, really, with it. Yeah, I don't really do that. I feel like my kids aren't really turds. I mean, not that Mary's kids are, but I mean, my kids have their shit, but yeah. like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't do that. I just like to move it because it's fun and they uh-huh. think it's fun and magic. Yeah. Well, probably makes it a little bit magic for you too to like yeah. do it, huh? But I don't, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I don't like the idea of being like, oh, your elf's not here because you're being a brat. Yeah. 
that's not my thing yeah I don't know right I'm sure it works on some kids yeah but like yeah and that's just not your thing yeah I just like to move it around and then occasionally it'll bring them a little gift it'll just be right. like a little squishy or like something a little rock that they can paint or something Aww, that's cute yeah I think he would love that too the other night it was so cute because I was telling him about Santa and he had just seen Santa at a birthday party and Santa showed showed him or showed all of the kids there like a key that he had in his pocket and he said when houses don't have chimneys like this is how I get into houses with oh, this magic key yeah. and he showed him the key and then you know was like showing them you know talking to them about his reindeer and stuff so we came home from that birthday and Odin was all fascinated about mom we don't have we don't have a chimney so Santa's gonna get in our house with that magic key and I was like yeah and he's like so he'll like sneak and he was like acting out exactly how Santa would get into the house and he like he would sneak over here and like tiptoed to the tree and he's like put our presents over here and was like all excited about it and talking about you know how Santa would act in the house and like just seeing him be all like just trying to comprehend it just made me excited. I'm like, it feels like this is the first year that I'm actually doing Christmas. Yeah. Because he's, he's been so young. Now, yeah. Yes. He's going to like, right. yeah, he's get, he gets to be excited. And I want to like have traditions that I do every year. Like yeah. I want to make sure I have these things. Yeah. These little traditions that I do every year that make it special. he can count on, you so know? What are some of yours? So growing up, we would always make Christmas cookies. Yep. And Santa would always eat most of the cookies and leave like a bite out of one of them and then write us a note. Or we would write Santa a note to you too. Like, I hope you enjoy your cookies. And then he'd write us back. So we'd wake up in the morning and be like, Santa wrote us back. Yeah. And be able to read like what Santa said, you know. Yeah. And that was always kind of cool. And then my mom always just gave us Christmas jammies. Like under our pillows. Like go check under your pillows. And we'd all run to our rooms and like find our Christmas jammies to wear for Christmas Eve. Oh, but other that. than that, I don't I don't really know if there was any like they didn't do anything so it, crazy. But that's you know? that's it though. But that was Cookies it for me. And jammies See? and yeah. And I wanna have little things like that for him because I remember just like getting excited every Christmas, like tonight we get to do cookies, Christmas cookies, you know, yeah. it was a whole thing. Like I wanna do that. Right. So but yeah, what are some of yours? We do the jammies the night before. Yeah. And leave the cookies out and stuff. Uh huh. No, you're not. Sorry, guys. Kids again. No, we're not. Gosh, we're almost finished. Okay. okay. Give us like five minutes and we'll be done. Deal. And then each Christmas morning, we would just get together with the family and make breakfast and have like French toast and coffee mm -hmm. and just hang out all morning. Right. This year, I'm going snowboarding on Christmas Day. Heck yeah. I'm freaking excited. Oh no. So all right. Well, we better end this because we have kids crying in the other room. Thanks but for listening. Thank you if for you listening. Like this or any of the others, share it with your friends. Yes, and let us know what your Christmas traditions are. Yep. Especially now that, you know, both of our kids are so young. Like I just want to know what other people's are so that we can figure out help us get our shit together. Yeah, help us figure out show the up. best way to show up for our kids for Christmas. Okay. And yeah, I'd be interested. Yep. also you know rate review subscribe and we love you guys so much thank you so much for listening we've been doing this now for almost over a year mm -hmm. and it's crazy to think about but 
I'm really grateful that we've continued to do it and that you guys are still listening, whoever you are. And we love you. We love you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.